Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Do you want to become insanely successful? Do you want to be the go-to guru in your industry? Do you want to be talked about for all the right reasons? For over 40 years, Kevin Harrington has helped people just like you become significant influencers. Now he's broken the process down in the key person of influence roadmap, and it's yours for free. Just text KPI to him at 727-888-2100. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free step-by-step guide. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 to get the recognition you deserve and experience the success as the go-to voice everyone listens to in your industry today. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I had the great fortune to be joined by Carl, who is the award-winning founder, CEO, and the host for Spiral Marketing, a digital marketing agency and podcast channel. Carl has over 15 years of experience working with amazing clients, including the American Cancer Society, Fox, the Black Eyed Peas, Waste Management, American Red Cross, and So You Think You Can Dance. My wife's going to be super excited to watch this episode. Helping organizations and businesses across the country with full funnel strategy, including digital advertising, content marketing, search engine optimization to geometrically increase their leads and sales. Carl, thank you so much for joining us. It's my pleasure, Seth. Thanks for having me on. All right. Let's go back in time. I know you weren't always an award-winning marketer. How did you get started? No, before I was an award-winning marketer, I was a marketing geek. (laughs) I still am a marketing geek, but I just dug right in in college and even before that future business leaders of America going oh back you know, God, 20 plus FBLA years in high school. Ah, <laughs> outstanding. Maybe we were at some of those same competitions back in oh the day. What, what, what areas did you compete in? The DC area. No, yeah, I, I was at like the DC. Topic? Oh gosh, God, I'd have to go back, but I, I loved marketing. And for some reason I was really good at business law. Okay. I did uh, first year I did intro to business. Mm-hmm. Um, we did parlor. I was on the parlor pro team and then my individual competition was impromptu speaking. That's so funny. What a small world. Oh man, your memory is good. <laughs> I would really have to go back and see. I, I remember competing, but I couldn't tell you exactly what the categories were now. <laughs> awesome. So what inspires you to start your own company? Oh gosh, I think, I I bet we're in the same boat here. Like you, I am an entrepreneur at heart. Even when I was really little, I was into inventing, which I wanted to come up with my own solutions to problems. And uh, I like to say that I work very well for, with people, not so well for people. That's a good line. Thank you. Yeah. So I I love creating my own solutions. And if I don't feel like somebody else's solution is as good, then I have trouble just falling in line. But uh, fortunately, I've been quite good at the problem solving piece and able to make money for clients. And uh, I continue to really enjoy serving clients. That is awesome. So you are a disruptor at heart. 
That's, I, I love it. So you started a marketing agency at least 15 years ago, but you've worked with household name marquee clients. How did that happen? I mean, let's go through. I mean, how did you get, so you think you can dance in the Black Eyed Peas? Wow, okay, so very interesting and different stories. I also have gone through little stints inventing products. And I invented a jacket with, um, with LEDs that went down the lining of the suit and they looked like light up Tron suits. Okay, yeah, I, I, our visual designer, our chief of visual design is into electronic dance music. So yes. I have bought her numerous, like for her birthday every year, like I bought her gloves that have the lights on them and all kinds. I was like, I didn't know this stuff existed. Yes, it does. And at this, we're going back to 2007 or so now. So uh, not to, to date ourselves, sure. but I was out representing this product and uh, the stylist for So You Think You Can Dance got in touch with me and said, we've got to have this on our show. We formed a relationship. So we were able to put together a product integration and had 12 of the, I guess the top 12 dancers had it all on and Napoleon and Tabitha who I still yep. remain in touch with uh, they, awesome. they came up with a really cool choreography that included pendulum swings that look like you know lit up neon pendulum swings a bow and arrow where the arrow hits oh, a heart and awesome. explodes out it was a really fun product integration that is awesome all right so that was an invention that it wasn't like they asked you to market so you think you can dance so uh, did you invent something for the Black Eyed Peas? Oh, tell us about that. And then we'll, we'll talk about some hardcore marketing lessons. Sure. So uh, the Black Eyed Peas, back, I used to work and live in Los Angeles. And one of the things that my business did was event marketing. So uh, we did more event marketing for the Black Eyed Peas at the time, especially Apple the App, who is uh, the guy with glasses. And we did a few events for him. He has a foundation, which we did a charity uh, fundraiser for. We have done his birthday, and uh, which was just crazy. And uh, then we did some product integration with them as well. That is absolutely incredible. All right, so we've talked about the celebrities. Let's talk about the marketing lessons that apply to all of our listeners and our viewers. So who is your normal ideal sweet spot client? Because it's not all inventing for celebrities. No, that's true. That's true. We work with a lot of associations here in the greater Washington, D.C. area. There are quite a lot of associations yeah. and uh, they operate similar to B2B companies. So uh, we've got a sweet spot working with them. We also work with a fair amount of B2B companies and a few B2C tech companies. We're, we're fairly diversified, but we do work with a lot of associations and B2B companies and then help a handful of B2Cs and tech companies. Okay, so what are some of the most common problems that clients are coming to you other than needing cool jackets and saying <laughs> on the marketing side, what are they saying? Hey, we have a problem with X, we need help. Sure. So uh, the, the top of that, the easiest answer is leads and sales. I'm sure you know that game. And, they, and then we do a lot of search engine optimization. So um, on the search engine optimization side, a lot of times they'll come to us and they will say, listen, our website, the SEO is broken. And uh, we know that we need to fix it. We're not quite sure how. So we've had many organizations reach out to us recently. Recently, Salesforce reached out to us for a very specific branch of their website because they're, they're so um, departmentalized even in their website. And they said, you know, we've got a problem and uh, we need something like an audit. So we do a fair amount of enterprise level audits and even for smaller companies. But a lot of times the 
websites get into a major disarray, we need to help. And uh, that's one big segment. The other is no leads or sales are coming in and they need a strategy. So we put together a full funnel marketing strategy. Okay, so let's break that down because it's two distinct groups. So I got so for me, if you tell me I need enterprise level SEO, <laughs> I got to think why? I got to think doesn't Home Depot rank for Home Depot and every skew on their thing? I mean, they're a lousy example, but why does an enterprise level company need SEO? Because obviously there's a huge need for it. Help us understand. Sure, sure. So on the enterprise level, a little goes a long way. So uh, the opportunity to improve their traffic by 10% by removing obstacles to indexation could tremendously move the needle. Take a company like Salesforce, where if we get them 5% more traffic, 10% more traffic by helping them see that they have a huge obstacle that is keeping them from ranking higher on specific search queries, then that could be a really significant to their bottom line. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so that makes total sense when you've got, that's like I remember the first conversation I had with Kevin Harrington when I said, we can improve your, you've identified 12 holes in your scnontv.com funnel website. We can increase your sales 20% if we fix them. And he said, you know, we do a billion dollars a year, right? Are you telling me you can make me 200 million more? Because you got my attention. And I said, gulp. Uh, yes, sir. Sweat started to pour off my board. I'm sure we could, we could pull that off. Um, so I absolutely get that. Now let's talk about what's probably sexier for our listeners and our viewers who might not be enterprise level. They're the small business owner, entrepreneurs. You know, maybe they're doing a couple hundred thousand, maybe doing a couple million. So talk about what some of the biggest mistakes are that they're making most commonly that you see that is preventing them from getting more leads and sales online. Sure. So, uh, so often they're not doing a full funnel strategy and uh, a lot of people understand the funnel at sort of a high level, but they rarely dig deeper into understanding what the real triggers are between the top of the funnel, the middle of the funnel, the bottom of the funnel. So that's awareness, evaluation, conversion, and what the tracks are in between. So when you actually get in and map out that journey, really say, okay, how are people learning who you are? How are people showing you to raise their hand to say uh, they're interested, they're doing more than just visiting, and who are those people? What are the segments that move from the top of the funnel to the middle funnel, the bottom of the funnel, and tracking them? Then all of a sudden, you have an opportunity to make that whole strategy so much more robust. What, what areas do you invest in? Where do you diversify? Where do you put more thrust to get more results? Okay, that makes total sense. So tell us what you mean. I have my preconceived notion of what I think you mean, but let's hear your version. In English, what is a total funnel strategy, whatever word you used, what does that mean to a layperson? Sure, it means that you have a strategy for awareness and finding what kind of strangers you want to bring to your website, to your brand, and then what do you present to them to make them show that they're no longer just a stranger, but they're qualified. And maybe it's something like a lead magnet. And in English, that could be a PDF that they want to download to show that they're this kind of consumer and that they're interested in just shopping in, with what you are selling. So uh, they're raising their hand saying they're interested in that. And then they have proven to you that they're no longer just in the awareness stage, but they're evaluating what it is that you are providing. And then you have the opportunity to send them another offer and send them an email, send them uh, retargeting ads that say, 
we're so glad that you're interested and that you're um, evaluating what it is that we're doing and then help them understand what the next step in the journey is, help them solve the problem that they're chewing on in their minds. Okay, so we've got to get their attention. We've got to get the eyeballs of the right people. We've got to get them to take action and actually get to our site or our, our landing page or whatever it is. We've got to capture their contact information by providing them some type of bait that gets them to raise their hand, qualify themselves and give us contact information. And then we've got to follow up with them in multiple forms of media on multiple platforms to ultimately get them to make a decision to do whatever that next step is. Did I get that right? That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And something to add color is that if you do maps, then you can decide, well, this customer segment that travels from this channel will likely have a certain kind of pathway that is likely different from another, right? If a person comes from TikTok or if they come from Instagram or Twitter, then they're going to be coming at the site with a different mindset. They may be more inclined to consume a certain kind of blog or a certain kind of media that you could be more inclined to attract them with. So once you start to chart that out, then you move from beginner to more towards advanced in the marketing sale. Okay, so that makes a lot of sense. So let's talk about an example. I know you've achieved amazing results and won awards for your marketing for years. So let's talk about a right. Let's talk about let's because it's sexy. Let's do the SEO enterprise level. Can you we give an example of, hey, this is how much we moved the needle for them. The, and then this is what that did for them in terms of revenue increase like Salesforce. Oh, sure. Sure. So uh, we have an international awards company that's one of our clients and uh, they've been with us for years. And when they came to us, they had multiple subdomains. They had um, a lot of complexity, various content management systems that were challenging at best, um, serving as obstacles for growth and not indexing properly. And uh, we came to them and uh, we produced about a hundred page audit and uh, with that breaks down 12 different categories, things like indexation. And uh, each of those sections has research, it has a summary, and it has checklist of things that need to be changed in order to fix the problems. So this is not your typical quick scan that you might get, but it's a deep dive that their IT department had to go through over several months and correct. So uh, they, they came through, they had, by the end of it, they had appropriate URLs, they had, um, optimized content for based on keyword strategy, not just thrown out there. We've removed thousands of uh, duplicative extra web pages that were serving no purpose. And uh, now they're regularly on a monthly basis getting an increase of 15% on wow. their organic search traffic. That is absolutely incredible. And those will pay efforts will pay dividends for a long time. Now let's go on the flip side and talk about a nor more traditional local business that you were able to generate though, attract the right people, generate leads, translate that into appointments or sales or however that works. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, a lot of it looks, it's funny because when you think of SEO now, so much of it ends up looking more and feeling more like local press. Okay. <laughs> right, because the whole idea of a guest blog post is so worthless to a business owner unless you say, well, we're going to find a local publication or a local blogger who is actively engaged in the community. And not only will this be good for your SEO scores, it'll also be good for getting you leads. 
Right, which is ultimately what they want. It does you no good to rank on page one if that rank number one if it doesn't turn into any money. Right, exactly right, exactly. So we do a lot of that, but to give you an example, we have a, I did a lot of work for a, it's a national remodeling company. However, they have branches that are more like independent. They have their own websites and uh, there's a bevy of case studies that were very successful with them. Um, so they're, they're one of the first that came to mind because we took a system-wide um, platform, which was their their collection of websites, and we helped them understand how they could take each one and turn it into its own SEO-driven profit center. So uh, when it comes to San Jose remodeling, um, Tampa, Tampa Bay, Florida, uh, kitchens and baths, these became primary keywords that would really move the needle. So the, the, the results were tremendous, not only from an organic search increase, but a leads and sales increase. All right, that is an incredible story. So given uh, what's going on in the marketplace now, we're recording this during the height of the COVID-19 pandemic, what advice would you give business owners who are trying to market their businesses in today's conditions? What do you think is most important for them to be looking at or thinking about? I think carving direct, direct, deep channels to your customers that are two-way is more critical than ever. So what I mean by that is things like messenger, things like email, things like even phone calls, text messages, so that you have a system that is communicating directly with them and actively doing things that you should be doing anyway, like requesting feedback asking for uh, asking questions to get a better understanding of what it is they want, what it is they need and where they are so that you're serving them well. And while that may sound like a little bit heavy hand-to-hand -hand combat where uh, resource intensive, there are now so many systems for automation and uh, artificial intelligence in order to really help support that. Things like intercom as the messaging system. Um, there's even HubSpot has an automation system, Active Campaign, uh, Facebook Messenger, ManyChat. They all have so many opportunities for direct channels. I know you all love SMS, which is a great direct channel. And I think it's representative of something that we need to be doing, which is communicating and getting a better understanding of where our customer is right now and help them understand not only what they need, what and what, what we're providing, but where we're able to go with them because awesome. this journey's changing. Yeah, absolutely. How do you stay on top of that? Because Google changes their algorithm, whether we're dating ourselves and talking about Panda or Penguin or Hummingbird or whatever latest update they're doing. How do you stay on top of all the constant changes in the marketplace? Well, I've got a great team and uh, I actually have an SEO director who barely sleeps. He's a polyphasic sleeper, which means that he sleeps every I, 20 minutes. I've for, tried. So, I, couldn't, I didn't last more than like a day. Uh, I tried too, man. Uh, every four hours, he sleeps 20 minutes. He's an, yeah. He does the Uberman. Is that what you tried as well? I did. Well, I felt like I should do it anyway, because when we have, when our babies were young, when our kids who were older were now little, I'm like, I'm up all the time anyway. I might as well do it officially, but it didn't quite work so well. Oh, yeah. But they, they wake up right when you want to nap and when you need that nap, it's so critical. And that's, that's the end of that. <laughs> well, your passion for what you do is obvious. What do you like best about what you do? Oh, wow. Well, I really love building and I love serving the clients. I still am probably a bit of a, a 
inventor at heart where uh, I like coming up with solutions that will really actively solve their unique problem. Um, but of course, being a business owner, I have to make sure that we're geometrically, geometrically growing ourselves. So we're, we're building many systems on the back end. We're doing an education DIY and uh, education platform for SEO. So uh, that's just about to roll out. The waiting list is active. And um, that's, I really am enjoying these, this, this kind of building while we problem solve and serve our clients. Awesome. And then for our listeners and viewers who are intrigued by what you're saying and want to learn more, where is the best place for us to send them? Oh, thank you. Well, they can go to spiralmarketing.com. The waiting list is at the top of the page if they'd like to check out the DIY SEO platform. And uh, actually, we do have an initial scan if they would like to do to get a free SEO site audit, then that's on the left hand side of the page is just click it and uh, type in their website and they'll, they'll get a free SEO site audit. Awesome. Well, Carl, thank you so much for joining us. We'll tell everyone to check out the site. We greatly appreciate your time. My pleasure, Seth. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Thanks everybody for watching or listening and we'll talk to you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level, but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet and it's yours for free. Just text pitch to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text pitch to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.